A few years ago, we grew and sold a business that forever changed our lives. At first, we really struggled trying to figure out which tools to use to help run and organize our community. But that all changed once we discovered Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part, Kajabi doesn't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. So you keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates all built in. You don't need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash M-U. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash M-U. Go to kajabi.com slash M-U and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. More and more entrepreneurs and investors are discovering the awesome franchise opportunities that exist across a variety of industries. Franchising can simply be the better path and interest in franchising is at an all time high. Lucky for you, John Austinson, founder of FranBridge Consulting and a past Millionaire University guest is here to help you explore the premier franchise opportunities today. John and his Frambridge Consulting team are part of the largest franchise brokerage in the U.S. and have vetted the market thoroughly. Frambridge is hands down the premier source for the best opportunities in the franchise world, including both active and passive opportunities. From tiny homes to youth soccer to industrial hoses to pets, senior care to mental health and more. John has served as an Inc. 500 franchisor and is a multi-brand franchisee himself. And he does more placements than anyone else in the country. Sign up for a free consultation call with John today or get a free copy of his book, Non-Food Franchising, at franbridgeconsulting.com. That's franbridgeconsulting.com. Available in the U.S. and Canada. Okay, today we are going to talk about the hourglass phenomenon. Phenomenon. Basically, anytime anyone wants to start a business, this is how it works. The very top of the hourglass is like anything in the world is possible. It's like you have this entrepreneurial seizure, like they refer to it in the e-myth. I can make money and I can live my own life and I can do all the things I wanted to do and I can do it better than this guy. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) But you have to have that. It's so important. When Mm. I see people go through that, I'm like excited for them. And I'm also like, oh, here it goes. Good luck. (laughs) It's kind of like when someone gets married and they get engaged. You're like, yes, (laughs) you have to get engaged. You want to get engaged. It's so exciting. But you're kind of like, oh, man, the honeymoon phase. So the world is your oyster and you're excited. But then after a while, it kind of becomes overwhelming and you got to bring it in. Like, hey, what is the thing that I'm going to focus on? Now you're at like tier two of the hourglass where it's still pretty big. You have a topic or an idea, but you don't know exactly how you're going to grow that thing. So this is when the spaghetti method comes to play. (laughs) spaghetti method take a bunch of spaghetti you throw it at the wall you (laughs) see see what what sticks sticks. (laughs) whatever sticks you keep leaning into if it doesn't you clean it off and try again 
So for us with Millionaire University, we had an idea of what we wanted to accomplish, but we didn't know exactly how to get there. And we didn't totally know exactly what the end product was going to be. And we still don't, but we have a better idea. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot that will affect these decisions that you make as you go. And that's why we're always talking about taking fast, effective action, entering the corridor. Because the truth is your business is not going to end up how you initially envision it. It may even end up where you envisioned it, but you have no idea what strategies or what techniques or who you're going to work with or how you're going to get there. So sometimes even the end result may remain the same, but the way you get there, it's always a uh, surprise. Now, how do you not know where you're going and you don't know where you're beginning? How do you go if you don't know either one of those? How do you get anywhere if you have no idea what's about to come? Just start with whatever you think might be the best thing to get started on Mm -hmm. is what I would say. It's kind of like in the last episode when I talked to my brother, Derek, do what people do that aren't that smart. And if you see them being successful, you can do something similar. And if it works out, you lean into it more. And if you do it and then you realize, oh, this isn't totally for me, hopefully you made some money and then you can try something else. Yeah, I love how Derek was saying you find someone at your IQ level. You know, there are people out there who are super techie and I'm like, I can't even follow along sometimes with the jargon. But you find people who seem to be in your IQ range, see what they're doing, how they're being successful and go, okay, if they're doing that, I can do it and kind of use some of the similar strategies and techniques. I love that little tip. So it's very intentional that we let you see how dumb we are. We're not really this dumb. We're just pretending. It's just really a facade. We're really, really smart and awesome all the time. So you get going on your journey. You don't even have an idea yet, but you want to start a business and then you get your idea. So you're at level two of the hourglass. And then it's how do I grow this idea? And you're either growing an audience or you're selling a product or service. And once again, now it's hard to get traction in that regard. So level three is essentially you're going to experiment and try to figure out what strategy or platform or technique actually allows you to get some traction. Traction is the hardest thing. I mean, starting Millionaire University, we decided to start a bunch of different social media channels and a podcast. We also have a blog on our website, got YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And we've put our heart and soul into these things. So much time and effort. And it has really not gotten much traction. We've gotten a little traction, but to what? And exactly. not, not a whole lot of traction. Yeah. <laughs> there came a point where Justin was like, I am never writing another Twitter thread ever again. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> never. <laughs> Sometimes Justin's a bit of a diva. I already know I'm a diva, but we're both bit divas in our business. There are things we want to do and we don't want to do and we don't get traction. It's so demotivating to continue in that space. It is painful. When you're doing something that is really hard and you're not really into and it's not your thing and... You're not getting traction. It's brutal. Like, I don't love social media. I like talking. And to a microphone is great. Hello, microphone. So Justin's divaness actually really pays off because sometimes he's like, I'm not doing this anymore. He has strong boundaries. He'll <laughs> he'll go into something. But if it doesn't work, he will be like, I'm out. I'm never doing it again. Don't ask me to do it. And I'll be like, oh, wait, what the heck? But then he'll Tara, find. Tara's not like that at all. <laughs> I'm not like, I would never do She's... that. <laughs> But he is stubborn and determined, which I absolutely love because he's like, this is going to work. Millionaire University is going to grow. Podcasts aren't like they were five, six, seven, whatever years ago. We started growing them. And so we have to implement new strategies, even though we've done them before. And so he started to investigate and research. We threw all the spaghetti at the wall. It wasn't sticking. None of it was sticking, though. <laughs> it's like just barely enough to be like, I think we threw some at the wall and, and we're just working well, hard. People and- who are hearing our message are liking it. Yes. We're just not getting to enough people. Mm-hmm. And you would think that with 
our background, we would be able to get to people easier. No, we're kind of starting over. You start fresh. We have great reviews. We have all kinds of friends and family who are listening going like, this is awesome, but we just can't get out there. It's not as easy to get out there. And so we have to implement smarter strategies, which causes us to be smarter, which we're trying to get and do and understand. So basically, we're putting a lot of time and effort into something that isn't getting any traction. So we're making a decision to pivot away from that. So you won't see us a ton on social media right now. We'll be posting things here and there, but we're going to put pretty much all of our time into growing the podcast, figuring out strategies that will allow that to get some traction so we can grow so that we can share a message. And we kind of talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but we're doubling down on it now. And Mm -hmm. what's interesting is you would think, oh, they're doubling down because they've gotten a lot of success from it. No. No. (laughs) We are taking a risk. Brutal. (laughs) There are theories and strategies that we are looking into and think could be possible, but it's the risk that we're willing to take. Stop over here, eliminate this, focus here. It's kind of crazy. So for us, we're kind of at this point in the hourglass, which hasn't been proven yet, but we're getting pretty narrow. Like our current sole focus of Millionaire University is to number one, grow the podcast, grow the listenership primarily through paid advertising through other podcasts, through other platforms. Mm -hmm. And then from there, get sponsors for the podcast that give us a solid return on the investment we made in growing the podcast. Yes. So for example, if we spend $5 in advertising and we get $10 back, that's insane. So we're looking at these returns. How much does it cost for us to get a subscriber to the podcast? And then how much can we make in advertisements on our podcast? So that should be your number one goal when you start your business is how quickly can you get to a proven KPI, key performance indicator, something that for every dollar you spend, you know that you're making back two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten dollars <laughs> back, right? Like if you have that model proven, that's when business gets so fun. Until you're there, it's kind of hard. It is. If you don't go with the momentum, it's like you have the excitement and then you're going to have what we call the trough of sorrow where you're excited about something and it's not working out. And then all the voices in your head are coming through. No one's paying you hourly for what you're doing. You feel like you're working for free and you're not getting anywhere. And it's a big waste of time and you hate your life. And <laughs> it can get pretty rough. And this will probably happen multiple times before you get to your proven KPI. Here's a question I have. I feel like we are in a situation where I feel like this podcast will really grow. Will we grow? Will we grow? Will we grow? Where this podcast will really grow because you had the ability to sense that what we were doing wasn't working and then you looked for something else. I feel like if I was just doing this, I probably would have gone about it a little different way. And I feel like in every business we've started, we will go and do. But for some reason, there comes a point where you're like, forget all of this. It's not working. I'm going to find a strategy. How do you always find this little niche strategy that kind of is like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put all the eggs in there for the moment to grow this thing because you have to get something to grow. How do you figure that out? How do you know where to put those eggs in that basket? And then how do you trust in that process? Like you do this time and time again. And I don't know if you can answer that question, but it's fascinating. I'm just a really big believer and proponent of quitting. Like, I think you should quit. At every, and I'm kind of joking, but it's true. Literally, what is the thing you want to do? Quit everything else. Not everything. Like, don't quit your family. Don't quit. No, your we're just faith. talking like, business. Like, what are you doing that's not working and it's pointless? We all only have so much time, energy, attention. Like, after 
working out and eating and pooping and like all the things that you do and that. spending time with your family. Wow, that's on the it list? Just, no, it takes time. Sleeping. Okay. It all takes time. And then you need a snack. You need breaks, all this stuff. And then we start scrolling social media or any time that you are spending on anything takes away from the thing. So you just have to really be willing to quit. Like I'm not really that smart because I'm not very smart and I do get easily distracted. I have to do this. It's a survival technique. You have to eliminate things. And for me, like, I don't know anything. I didn't know about this, but I know, I know that there are people out there that do. The way I think about it, I'm like, okay, there are millions and millions of people making really good money in a whole bunch of different things. And a lot of those things are things that I'm kind of interested in too. That's why the hourglass is so big at the beginning because the world is so big. Then I just start listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and they give me ideas, things I didn't even know. Literally just in the last couple of days, how many different advertising platforms have you and I found that we had no idea even existed, even though we've done many podcasts in our life? I probably checked out eight today, eight different platforms just to help advertise for podcasts for that little niche. Every one of those platforms is a business, mm -hmm. right? So not that I plan on going into that business, but as you start learning about different businesses and different things that people are doing, you're like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing, right? So you start listening to all these people. You listen to what they're doing and you see what they're doing, which might be even more important. And then it starts to give you ideas based on your personality, based on your experience, based on what you know, then you start seeing different ways that you can market and sell it. So for example, many, many years ago, podcasting was not a platform that you would even really think about to use to market or promote something, but today it is. Mm -hmm. And then you find out how to do that in all the different ways. And when you and I started podcasting, you could get into a noteworthy and you could kind of grow without the way that we're now currently going to be doing it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that answers your question, but you just have got to really zone in, like narrow in on that one thing. And what's funny is we're talking about this thing as if it's already happened. We haven't made any money. We don't know. We don't know that it's going to work, but we've heard other people talk about it enough to where we're like, okay, there's something there. We just have to figure out the right platforms, mm -hmm. the right ads. We have to get the right connection, the right message. We have to figure out the Apple ID passwords and all the technical garbage. And once one platform and one ad works, it's like, okay, let's just spend money. And we have numbers. We have KPIs to run things off of and we can just pour you, a gas on the fire. Yeah. You then literally create your money-making machine because I've listened to a whole bunch of podcasts and studied different blogs and I know what the going rates are for getting sponsors. So I have a pretty good idea of what we can get paid if we have the listenership. Now we just have to grow the listenership. And I have this theory that I wonder if for every thousand listeners you have, this percentage will convert over. And then I saw another podcast that said my theory was a little off, but this guy who was over chartable said it's this number. And then we did some ads and we didn't get that number. And mm -hmm. how did I feel that day? You were depressed and it sad. So sad. <laughs> you wanted to cry. This I was, think you did. Did you cry? Possibly. I might have. I was just like, screw this. Like, and I'm telling you this because you are going to probably feel these emotions. Maybe not. You may not be quite as emotional as us, bipolar as I am, <laughs> but there's a good chance you're going to feel these things. And I think one of the big keys for me is I feel it. And I'm like, oh, and I really, really at many times think this isn't going to work. I get imposter syndrome. What am I doing? I have no business doing this. Even though we've had other businesses, 
I don't know what I'm doing. It's too hard. I'm done developing. I'm an old man. I'm 42. I can't figure out this tech stuff. To me, when there's a technical issue, it's like this huge mountain. I can't do it. But then you get the people that can help you out. Mm Mm-hmm. There's so much great information out there. And it's important to hit this traction because if not, you get burnout. We listened to a podcast today where they were saying, was it like 70% of people get pod fade is what they called it, Mm -hmm. where they fade out because they're putting so much time and effort into these podcasts, but they don't know how to monetize them. They're not getting anything back in return except for a couple of friends and family are like, hey, you're pretty great. And then they move about their business and people burn out. So it's important to get traction and to let go of the things that are burning you out, focus on the things that are working so you can get some momentum and stay motivated in this business. The sad thing about not getting traction is you end up quitting and stopping your business. And then I think the saddest portion of this is that you actually believe business doesn't work. So I was talking to Justin yesterday and I said, you know, we are at a time in life where we don't necessarily totally have to do this. We don't have to do it in a certain way. It doesn't have to grow and crazily. We, we don't have this like huge financial need to take over the world. And so I was like, what is it that motivates you about business? Like, why do you want to figure this out so badly? Because I can see his wheels are turning and things are spinning. And he told me, he's like, I want to know that I have the ability always to start and create a business that I can teach my kids or I can tell someone else. I want to believe in business. I want to have the ability and I want to have the freedom to use business as a tool in life for opportunities for growth, to stay in the game, all kinds of reasons. And I was like, I hear you. Our parents are getting older. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to take care of them if and when we need to. Yep. I want to be able to take care of us (laughs) when we get older or if the need arises. Yeah. Any medical or health issue that arises with any of our kids or our family I want to be able to help with that. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash MU, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash MU to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash MU. Want to know a secret? There's more to becoming a millionaire than making money. We talk a lot about building businesses and taking the road less traveled to achieve your goals. But the most successful entrepreneurs we know will tell you investing and growing your money is an essential component to creating wealth, which is why we're really excited about today's sponsor for this episode, Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. It's never too late to start growing, and it's never too early either. You've heard us say about a million times on this podcast that it takes small, consistent steps to build big results. And we love Acorns and how accessible it is to people at all levels of investment knowledge. So head to acorns.com forward slash MU 
or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Here on compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash NU. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC. Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC. Member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. I know you listen to a lot of this guy, Murph's Life, who goes around and yes. literally changes people's lives. Yep. I want to be able to do things like that. That is a dream. If you guys have not checked out Murph's Life, it's M-U-R-P-H-S Life. As an entrepreneur, you will absolutely love him because he goes around and finds people who are in poverty and he helps them get set up to where they have some security. They have a home, they have some food. And then he always gives them some kind of means to continue to support their life in very basic ways. Like here's a food cart to sell jello on the streets in South America or wherever he is. And that is a dream of ours. And to do something like that in our own way, but to just to help create entrepreneurs throughout the world, like how cool would that be in simple ways? I think it's amazing. And I want to be able to do more things like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think it's fine to talk about this, but your brother, we were able to give him a job and he's a recovering alcoholic mm-hmm. and we're able to give him a job just like that yep. because we have a business, because we have the resources just to be able to impact lives and and have that impact. And now we're able to kind of mentor him and He's an amazing person, but he just needs a little bit of a a boost. Yeah, a little bit of financial boost. And the cool thing is, is like you would think, oh, you guys are helping your brother. I was like, we have welcomed him back into our lives and we have learned so much. He's incredible. And there's a lot of things where I'm like, dang, he's figured that out so much better than I have. And so we're both learning from each other. But this financial component is a huge, huge blessing for both parties involved. And it's not just the financial, it's the ability to go and do whatever you need to do whenever you need to do it. We recently had another situation where I had to just up and leave and I was able to go for a few days and just take care of whatever needed to be taken care of. And it was an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. Kind of personal, so I'm just gonna keep it at that, but so much good came out of it. Let's just say I've probably shed more (laughs) tears in the last three weeks from hard things and amazing things. But I, anyway, bottom line is like without a business, without this business, without doing the things that we've done, we wouldn't be able to do those things. And that's the power of a little bit of traction. You find something that works and then you can just pour the fuel on it and it feeds everything in your business. So if we figure out one little system with something that works where for every dollar we put in, we get this amount back that feeds the whole company. It allows us to hire people, to work with people, to have independent contractors, to advertise, to buy things, to spend things. Like It opens the floodgates for exponential growth because until then, you're just kind of tick for tack. Make a little here, do a little there, cover this, cover that. But it's when you have something that you can somewhat predict and put Mm -hmm. into and understand the KPIs of it to where you know where to take risk and where to expand, where to contract, it gives you freedom to grow something because it does take money to grow things. And so that traction allows for massive growth in your business. But then personally, it allows you to do so many different things in your personal life. It gives you a lot of traction in your personal life because you have more tools, you have more options, and you have some things that you can do. Like we right now are making some big personal life decisions and all because we have the ability to do so. Should we tell them? Let's do it. Go for it, Tara. So the other day we went to uh, Encinitas Fish Market. It's one of my favorite places. They can grill up some fish like nobody's business. Got our food, went and sat outside, and we were contemplating this risk. It's a risk that is 
not necessarily a strength of mine. And it's kind of crazy that I feel in a way the one leading the charge where I'm probably the one with the greatest weakness in the risk that we are taking. But I was sitting there looking around going, how many people in the world right now have even the option to even consider what it is that we are considering for the time that we are in, the financial means and the freedom and flexibility to actually do this thing. So we've gone back and forth and thought about this for a while. And what we've decided to do is to sell our beautiful home. Mm, (laughs) We've almost lived here for two years. It was like living in a resort for two years and it's wonderful. But we crave something, some freedom, some experience. I want to explore the world. I want to take a big leap of faith, sell this big, beautiful house. And then I want to take my kids. My son's going to graduate. He's going to graduate next year. We have one year left and we are going to sell our house and go travel the world for a year. Now, this is a big deal for me. I like security. I have struggled with lots of different things, (laughs) traveling being one of them. In the past, I've gotten a lot of anxiety ever since I was 33 and got sick. Traveling has always been something really hard for me. But there is something in my guts, in my heart and soul that says, get out of your home and go explore. And this is possible because of the traction of these businesses that we've had in the past. So we're going to sell our home. We're going to travel, live on a passive income that has been built over years of different businesses that we've done. We're going to be growing a business while we're traveling that currently doesn't have the traction or the financial means to support us whatsoever, but it's not required. And we're going to go travel, start a business, take our teenagers out of their home, out of their school, move them around, open their eyes, show them some new things. We're going to learn. Now, I was talking to a friend and she was like, you know, Tara, this isn't going to solve all your problems. You can't run away from your problems, essentially. And I was like, oh, I'm not running away from my problems. This will cause me problems. This is Tara facing something that is not something I usually want to do. I like to travel, go for a minute. I get anxiety. I come home. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I'm done. We went to Iceland two years ago and I, by the end of it, was so done. And I'm about to take everything that's familiar and comfortable to me. We're going to get rid of most of our stuff. Probably everything we have is going to fit into like a 10 by 10. We're going to put it all in there and we're just going to take the backpacks on our back and go explore different places, different cultures, different people, and see how long we can make that <laughs> how journey. Long we can lie. How long mm-hmm. we can make that journey, yeah. So it might be a month. We might be gone for a month and be like, this is insane. Let's get our booties home. What are we doing? Ideally, we'd like to be gone for like nine to 10 months. And that's what having a business, being willing to expand into these ideas, take these risks, and also be smart enough to contract and go, this is where I'm going to take a risk. This is where we're going to try things out and get some traction because traction does give you freedom if done the right way. And so this is all related to part of the reason why we're going to focus on growing the podcast and getting sponsorships for the podcast. Because we have a million ideas on things that we wanted to do and we kind of do want to do in the future, but it would be impossible to travel for a year and do all of those things at the same time, like create mm-hmm. the programs that we want to create, the school that we want to create, the partnerships, all the different things that we want to do. We're like, what if we just focused on one thing, grow the podcast, get sponsorships to monetize the podcast, which allows us to continue to grow the podcast. So as we focused on that, so back to the hourglass thing, if we, as we focused on that, it's caused us to do more studying on that. And we've learned different things that different people have said. 
And then you get more niche, more niche, more specific to the point to where we heard of this person on this podcast. Now we're reaching out to them to see if they can give us more information. But we heard the things they said, and we've been doing research on that. And then we dive into the rabbit holes over there. And once we figure out a number, like it cost us X amount of dollars for a listener, and we're very confident that we can make two, three, four, five times that per listener, then it's just a matter of how much can we put in there. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's like it's like a money making machine. It's like an ATM machine that for every dollar you put in, you get five dollars back. Mm-hmm. And that's when it gets really fun. So the reason why we call it the hourglass is because you start at the beginning. You could do anything in the world and then you figure out what your thing is that you want to focus on. And then you figure out how to get traction with that thing, how to make money with that thing. But that's friggin hard. It takes a lot of time, energy and effort. But at least you're there. You're like more narrowed down. You're niched down, I guess. I don't know it's if that's almost right like word. you niche your strategy. Yeah. It's like, what strategy will actually work? And that yes. seems to be where, you know, they say riches are in the niches, but riches are in the niches of the strategies you use that actually work. Yes. So you kind of niche down on your strategy. You get traction. You focus in on that one thing. We're like, screw all these other things. Not that all the other things can't work. There's so many things that can work. Like it could literally just be you calling a certain list and you, it works and you get someone else to do that. And then you're like, yes, this person is literally every day they work. They're making me three times the amount of money I have to pay them. It's amazing. But for us right now, we're focusing on that one thing. So what happens is if, and when we get that one thing figured out, so the hourglass is super narrow for the next year, it's like, Hey, we'll focus on just keep growing and growing and growing that. And sometimes people are like, Oh, but I don't have a very big budget. And it's like, well, okay. If I gave you an ATM machine or a money-making machine or whatever machine that for every dollar you put in, you make five back. How often would you do that? You just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And then the money grows and you put the money back in because it's going to get you more money out. That's what we're talking about. Everyone can come up with some money to figure that out. So at first You might be putting a lot of time and effort. You might be the one making the calls. You might be the one putting in the brute force so that you can prove a certain system. And then you know, like you almost know, because you've kind of proven it. You've heard other people talk about it. You're doing it. And then you do more research and you figure out what other people are doing more narrow down in that way. And then you spend a little money on that to put some fuel on the fire. But once again, the reason why we call it the hourglass is because once we create this traction, once we get this momentum, once we have the audience, if you will, the list, the distribution, then we can do anything we want. And you have the funds you're getting from the sponsorships that can then go to create the programs, which can then go to create the school that we might create someday, like the literal physical school. I don't know if we'll do it or not, but we might. And it'd be really cool if we did but we can hire someone to run that. We've even had the thought of creating multiple different podcasts and teaming up with people and creating a podcast network. Because if you have something where you know for every dollar you spend, you make five back, and then those same things can promote the other things, it's just this huge exponential growth. And it's so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) You know what this kind of reminds me of? And we're not there yet, but it kind of reminds me of the time when we had the theory that in the high desert, we can buy houses for really cheap and buy as many as we want and make a bucket load of money on them. Yep. We saw the possibility because we entered the corridor. This is something we had been doing. We were looking at properties each day. And I'm like, wait a minute, that property looks really cheap. I'm pretty sure it could rent out for a lot more than the cost of the financing and all the things. And I'm pretty sure you could sell it for like twice as much. I don't see a lot of people out there. And we tried it. We called a bunch of agents in the area to kind of confirm what we thought. 
we bought that house. And then after that, it was like shooting fish in a barrel. Mm-hmm. And we literally started buying like a hundred houses a year, made millions of dollars. We were able to get investors because we knew the returns. It's like, okay, the average return to this thing is like anywhere from 40 to 60% annualized. We knew tons of investors that would be happy to give us all the money in the world to get half of that return because, oh, that's like a 20 to 25% return for them. So then we had the money taken care of. We had all the things taken care of, but it was an epiphany. It was a thought. And now we have a similar epiphany and thought. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that these numbers that I, I listened to this podcast from this guy. In fact, should we play it? Okay, let's play it real quick. You can spend X number of dollars and get a subscriber that's worth much greater than X number of dollars. And you can just keep churning that and churning that and churning that growing the show. I've calculated the value of an annual subscriber for me because I have a daily show and, you know, average CPMs, just looking at advertising, nothing else, is about $14 a year. And I can acquire a new subscriber on places like Overcast, Podcast Attic, and other apps at about $2. Hallelujah! When I started doing this, I just began doing the math. And I have a degree in in math and economics. I'm like, why isn't everyone doing this? I I don't understand this. This I mean, it, it does take time when you make the investment. They add us to run convert people and then you eventually sell ads but it's it's so clear and straightforward i just i don't get why everybody isn't doing it okay so that was gary arndt who hosts a podcast called everything everywhere and he's basically grown his podcast to like a million listeners in a couple of years which is pretty dang impressive but i just want to point out that it wasn't by happen chance that i came across this podcast. This is a podcast that I found based on a theory that I had after doing research in a bunch of other podcasts and after failing at the advertisement that we've done so far, but I'm like, I know there's something. We just got to, just in time learning, right? We just got to keep going and keep figuring this out and keep researching. And then Tara and I were listening to this podcast together today and she's like, how do you find this stuff? Right? Yep. Rabbit holes. Yeah, and I said, I just... I had this theory and I think it's true and we tried it and it didn't work exactly the way we thought, but I still believed in it. I actually didn't believe in it for like a day. For a day, I just had to go like wallow in my sorrow and play pickleball. Yeah. Then the next day I'm like, okay, keep learning, keep growing. This is working for some people. It's not working for us yet because there's something we don't know that they do. Let's keep learning and growing. And so then I heard that guy talk about for every $2, he makes like 14 in one year. I'm like, what? And we're still not seeing where that is possible, but mm-hmm. that's okay. Just knowing that it works for him like that and that maybe it can kind of work for us in a kind of a similar way. If you spend $2 make 14, that's a 700% return. Are you freaking kidding me? Let's go. <laughs> I thought that we hit gold before when we were getting like 50 to 60% returns. Mm-hmm. If you can get a 700% return proven, you can have all the money you want. Reach out to me. I will give you all the money you want. <laughs> Two or 300% return. I'll give you all the money you want. I just want half. And then I'll be rich because I can borrow money at 10%. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so if we can even have a proven system that gets 100% returns, like the money is not hard to get, to come across. And you make the money, then you just keep reinvesting that money. Like this guy was talking about how he only invested like $10,000 last year and his goal is to like double that this year. And he has a million subscribers. Yeah. He has a million million listeners listeners per per episode. A million listeners per month. A million listeners per month. Yeah. That's what I meant. So our goal is to have a million and a half listeners 
per month, that will equal $100,000 per month. But we don't need 1.5 million listeners per month to begin. So it's like you invest some money, you grow it, you get to the point where you're making a few thousand a month, you reinvest that, you keep growing it. And the cool thing is when you reinvest it, you don't have to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. So instead of the government like cutting down your earnings, it just keeps growing in this thing. It's kind of like, you know, Elon Musk and different people who have stock in a company, that company continues to grow tax free. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So that's kind of the goal. That's the goal of a business. Now we keep talking about the podcast and the sponsorships. And if you want to take that idea and run with it, sweet, go for it. But what is that thing for you? It's the same concept. You start with the realization, I can make lots of money. I can do cool things. I can own my own time, but you got to be willing to work really hard and put in the time, energy, attention, effort, the same that you would into a normal job or a school or anything like that. Consistent and persistent actions. Then you got to figure out your KPI. You got to niche it down more. Okay, what is the one thing that I'm going to get traction in? Throw some spaghetti on the wall. You don't have to do it blindly. See what other people are doing. Try some things out. And then as you try things out, like you will see things that you didn't hear about from anyone else in any way. It's unique to you. And then you can go further in that. You can do more research and then you just keep going. And then you start making money. You got your money making machine. Yeah, baby, baby. <laughs> you grow an audience, you have customers, whatever it might be. And then you can create other products and services. Look at any successful business and they follow this model. Like think about like even at the grocery store, like anything that you see, like a company that starts to take off, they have one item. Mm -hmm. Often they have one item that just started killing it. And then they come out with a whole bunch of other products and everyone buys them because they now know that name, right? Mm -hmm. They have distribution, they have connections, they have all the things. So that's why we call it the hourglass. You start out, yeah, I'm going to make a lot of money. I'm going to start a business. And then it comes a little thinner. You're like, okay, I think I know what I want to do. Get thinner. You try to figure those things out. Throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall. See what sticks. Just keep trying. Eventually, something's going to hit. Keep doing research. Don't give up. When you want to quit, take a piece of paper. Make 100 Xs. Every time you want to quit, make one X. When you get to 100, hopefully by then you'll have traction. If you don't, do another 100. Mm -hmm. And by the time you get to 1,000, you'll probably be making money. And then you can make a lot of money because once you start making a little bit of money, it's a lot harder to make your first dollar than it is your first hundred dollars. It's a lot harder to make your first hundred dollars than it is your next thousand. It's a lot harder to make your first thousand than it is your next 10,000, 10,000 to 100,000, 100,000 to a million. Eventually, I'm sure it gets pretty hard to make your next billion than it did your first. Maybe not, though. Actually, no, it doesn't because yes. Elon Musk and other people are an example of that. But keep that in mind. It's not linear. It's exponential. We try to keep this podcast pretty simple because mm -hmm. we're simple people. Yep. So I can't really teach you a whole lot of other things. I've never written a 42 page business plan. I've never coded a word of code in my life. I didn't know my Apple ID password, no. let alone any password, let alone anything about technology. But here we are. Figure out how to get your foot in the door. Figure out what works for you. Figure out who you need to team up with. Figure out your personality. What are your resources? What do you have? Do you have time? Do you have energy? Do you have effort? Do you have money? What is something that you're good at? Now, once again, I would advise don't start 10 things at once. Could we not just focus 100% on Twitter totally. or Instagram? Yep. And they would grow. We'd figure out strategies, but we want to put all our efforts into this area that we think could be the most profitable. Most profitable and fits what we enjoy doing. Fits our lifestyle, fits our personality, fits what we want to do. And then over time, once again, back to the hourglass, as we start bringing in more revenue, we can hire other people to do those other things mm -hmm. and to continue to grow. And expand in those areas. In those well. areas. Yep. Expand, contract. contract. Expand, expand contract. contract. Get some traction. Just keep going. Every time you want to quit, take a little break, 
then keep going. Go play some pickleball, go for a run. And don't just keep hitting your head against the same wall. Like learn, find strategies, find people who are doing it, doing it well, pivot, pivot, pivot. And quit. Don't quit on your dreams. Don't quit on your ultimate goal, but be okay with letting go of things. Nothing is wasted. Be okay with letting go of certain things that helps you continue to move toward the main thing. So do those things. Get out there. You can do this. We believe in you. Take some action. Get some traction. Work on that hourglass figure. And we will talk to you next time on the Millionaire University Podcast. Adios. Adios. Hey, Eric Fisher here. And if you love the conversations and lessons happening on this show, and you've heard my voice before, you'll love my show, Beyond the To-Do List. It's a podcast about productivity and getting things done in all the areas where we wear multiple hats and roles, but also about the true meaning of productivity, living a more meaningful life. Look, you've got a never-ending to-do list, but add this podcast to your to-do list and it will help you tackle the rest. Go right now, wherever you're listening to this, and search Beyond the To-Do List and hit follow or subscribe. Start listening and get that boost for your productivity that you've been needing. Again, that's Beyond the To-Do List. Search in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast.